0: It's a sad day today, Sean. Oh.
1: Kind of. It is. I forgot we already started recording. <laughs> I was like, okay, you ready to clap? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a sad-ish day. It's sad and not sad at the same time. Sad Pat. Sad Pat. Matt Sad. If you, sad, you didn't sad. hear. <laughs> sad, sad. <laughs> My favorite YouTuber, sad sad. <laughs> if you didn't hear, dear listeners. MatPat has decided to step away.
1: He's hanging up his uh, theory mm-hmm. gloves. What would MatPat yep. hang up? He's hanging up his uh, he doesn't use headphones. No. Hanging up his
0: uh
1: lore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hanging He's hanging up, up the lore. The lore. MatPat after I don't know how many years. 13. Uh, 13? Is that what it was? Yeah, I, I think 13 that's what he said years. In the years. Uh, retiring from the tube. <sighs> he uploaded a video yesterday
1: called Goodbye Internet, and everyone was like, please say psych. <laughs> and he did not. He did not,
0: he no. Did, he I, did not say psych.
1: I agree with him on the fact that he talked about lots of YouTubers quitting this year. Mm-hmm. Th- this is like the meme now where it's like the person like driving in their car like, uh? Ah? <laughs> <Like, laughs> oh, I could. <laughs> uh? Oh. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> I uh, might fuck around and quit, <laughs> Whoopsie! <laughs> no, but he, um... <laughs> what was I talking about? <laughs> he... He talked about the fact that I- I texted him afterwards and he said that he's been thinking about it for like three years. And I feel mm-hmm. like... I feel like there are a lot of YouTubers who are gonna quit from that era because a lot of us have been doing it for the same length of time. We're all entering the same age bracket. He is a kid. Yeah. Like, that's, that's something, like, I feel like if I ever had a kid, um, I don't think I would do YouTube anymore. I think it would be like, yeah.
0: let's pump the brakes on this hate train, shall we? <laughs> For, for multiple reasons, I think if if you have a kid and you're doing YouTube, I think it's good to step off the internet at least for a bit. One to raise your child, but two, I just once think you're a bad parent if you're still doing
1: YouTube and you're <laughs> you have a kid. Like, what what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, um, my parents didn't was, even
1: have YouTube, and they still fucked me up.
0: Yeah, what are you gonna do if you're focused on sub count? You can't you yeah. can't feed your kids cereal and be.
1: Looking yeah, your if your subcount count is, your subcount count needs to always be above your kids. hmm <laughs> Although, power move. You have a kid, you're doing YouTube, then they get of age. Cycle into Ryan's toy reviews videos.
0: Whoa, the new meta?
1: Oh, oh that's the reason to have a kid. You know, people are Cashing like in I,
0: fat checks. Yeah, I
1: need I need to have a kid for alimony or to get an apartment or like all these horrible reasons to have a child. It's like the new one now is like I need a
0: toy channel. <laughs> well, listen, Matt Pat is stepping down, so Toy Theory can step up.
1: Oh, why does he do, Toy Theory? After he had a kid, he went into know, food, he went into fashion, he went into film. Toys are right there. That's the next vertical,
0: baby. The oh. next
1: vertical. Um, um, yeah, I I think it's very good for him to be. It, there's. I was talking to my therapist about this today that there's three types of ways you go out as a YouTuber. You fizzle out mm-hmm. and no one cares and your relevancy dwindles and everyone, you become that person. Everyone's like, oh, remember him? Remember when he was good? Yeah. Remember when he uploaded that?
0: No one wants or that. the person that's, where you look at their channel and you're like, they're still making videos? Yeah, that's that's what every YouTuber despises. That's
1: like a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Or you get canceled, which mm-hmm. I think in some ways is almost better than that because then you're just gone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Just no, like, one, you lose no all your friends,
1: back. though, which is unfortunate. Um, or you just quit on your own terms. And I think that that's yeah. probably the better way to go out when you know
0: it's time. Yeah, it was very funny hopping onto this uh, call today to report the co- the podcast to your listener because I went to therapy today, and then Sean was like, "I also went to therapy," and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, did you talk about Matt Pat?" and he was like, "Yep." <laughs> 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 but oh, I, I the life uh, of a YouTuber. I know i I think that it's very good. Um, I I wouldn't say that it's good necessarily. See, for him, him, step down. But I'm, I'm really happy for him. I think that a lot of people forget how much of a grind YouTube is, especially for 13 years. Yeah. Um, and especially, like, running the channel that he has. Channels. Like, there's so much. <laughs> channels. Uh, there's so much that that goes into it. Um, yeah, he doesn't
1: even... He hasn't done, like, the writing for a lot of stuff for a while. He's still involved, but he doesn't, like, write... I could be wrong, but I don't think he writes a lot of his scripts and... Research topics and that kind of stuff. Like he's a whole team to help him do that, and that's why it was such a shock to me. Because out of all the people to quit, he would have been like bottom of my list. Because I yeah. think he felt like the one that had it all figured out. That he knew mm-hmm. the algorithms. They, him and Steph, kind of started in analytical stuff before that, right? And they helped other YouTube mm-hmm. channels. And then, made yeah, because I think own. didn't
0: they didn't they work for Maker at one point? I right. might be completely
1: wrong, but I think they worked for some company that like that. And they would help people understand their analytics and how to like, maximize it and optimize, and then they made a channel of their own, and... Having, if it was just game theory, I think a lot of people... I think a lot of people understand how much work goes into it, even when you're not the one writing everything, or researching everything, like, it's still just so much of a time sink. And hearing him talk about like, the late nights, like, I don't want to do those anymore, and I'm like, yep, I stopped doing those a long time ago, because it just kills you really quick.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 very happy for him. Um I was I was watching the video uh and just like hearing him talk about everything made me yeah. tear up a bit. Um and you know, he's made such a gigantic impact on the internet and on YouTube. Yes. Yeah, he's done a lot for YouTubers in general, I think. <laughs> Matt, Pat, hate to see you go, but I love to watch you leave. You know, I'm, he's got <laughs> I'm that so ass. excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited for, for you to be able to focus on yourself and your family. And, yeah. Um, thank you for your service.
1: 07s leave. in the chat for MatPat.
0: Da, da, da. Da, 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 da. da, da, da.
1: Um uh, oh, but I I it, agree makes with, it sound like he's dying. He's not even leaving
0: the channel completely. He's just
1: becoming more of a producer.
0: <laughs> I thought, I don't know if you watched the whole video, but I thought it was really sweet, his sort of analogy of like, I'm not I'm not going away, going away. Think of me as kind of like a grandpa that you visit yeah. every now and again. Like, I'll be back for certain things. And it's like, oh, that's sweet. Yeah. But I, I agree with what you were what you were saying and what he said in his video as well. I think now is kind of the time in the next. In the next few years, I think a lot of people are going to be stopping YouTube, which is inherently sad. But you have to also remember, like, people have been doing this for a really long time. Like, both you and I have been doing this for over a decade now. Yeah. Um, It's also one of those things that, because
1: people love to throw in, like, oh, Jack's one of the OGs, which I'm not. I'm, I'm like, early YouTube, like, second gen. But Dan and Phil and Smosh and all those guys are first gen. And Felix, like, me and Mark came in second gen, like, right at the start of that. And I think, and I guess you as well. You've been doing it the yeah. same length of time, yeah. Mm-hmm. So 2012, baby. I think a lot of people see that, but it's, it's one of those things that it's also just a different generation of YouTube. I think the 10-year slice is probably like what a YouTube generation is. And mm. then after that, it's like stuff has just shifted so much since the start of that that even Matt in his video was saying that... He used to do, it used to be like a theory a week, right? And then in between that, it was like a bunch of other slices of content. And they were talking Mm -hmm. about different game stuff. And even he admitted like they couldn't do that anymore because YouTube has changed so much. And that I think is pretty sad that, and I've Mm -hmm. heard that from YouTube as well, that if I wanted to do multiple things, I've heard that my, the way I'm attacking my channel is wrong. Because... Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, I want to do a TikTok here and the scary videos here and then a horror game and then like a two hour God of War. And they were like, you're splitting your audience way too much. Like you need to focus in on one thing and then just do that because having so many different versions of content means the algorithm doesn't know what to serve to people, which means you're going to get lower views. And that's like the saddest thing of all to me because the whole point of starting a channel is so that you can do whatever you want, have people Mm -hmm. join in, it goes out to your subscribers, you upload what you want and have fun with it. And it sucks to think that I have to like overthink my content now.
0: Mm-hmm. And I
1: think that's probably what's getting to him too that all the people from that generation where it's like everything is like title thumbnail idea now. All the mm-hmm. videos are like they start with in this video we're going to do this. Watch till the end to see what happens.
0: Yeah. And all it's the it's so different now.
1: All the so Id- all the videos are like idealized. They're all idea driven. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, this is just a perspective thing, that Mm -hmm. when everybody started back then, it's all shifted so much that I feel like a lot of the reason a a lot of YouTubers of that generation and that are doing it for that long or leaving is because everything's changed so much. (laughs) Ethan, it's a new year! 2024! We've all got fat asses from Christmas! We've all eaten (laughs) way too much!
0: Oh, baby, my trunk is full of junk, but... Sean, it's so hard these days to cook a meal. No, it's, it's not. not. easy enough.
1: No, it's not. No, it's not what foolish, are you man. About? I'm not talking about? What actually are you si-
0: talking about? I'm not actually sitting on a chair right now. I'm
1: sitting on my juicy ass that I have accrued <laughs> over these winter months. Because <laughs> if you want to lose weight and you want to like cook, and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. I should be healthier and I should do stuff, but you don't want to go shopping because I hate right. shopping. I hate shopping for mm. ingredients because I'm like, it's going to take too long.
0: I Which would rather I? jump into Christmas traffic than go Ooh. grocery shopping.
1: That's
0: Christmas traffic's probably
1: at a standstill because there's so many people trying to get places, but
0: you don't need <laughs> to jump anywhere. Jump onto a
1: car. <laughs> <laughs> you can jump onto HelloFresh.
0: Woo! <laughs> what is it? <laughs>
1: HelloFresh, it's an easy meal service where you can get the stuff sent straight to your door. You can pick the meals that you want. And then they'll be like, oh, you want to make that meal? Here's all the ingredients. Here's exactly how much you need for each thing. And then they give you instructions on how to make it. And it's quick. It's easy. It teaches you how to cook. You can be calorie conscious. You can be food conscious. You can get whatever type of food you want. Oh, are you vegetarian? Are you vegan? Are you calorie conscious? Do you want a protein? What do you want? <sighs> they
0: got it. <laughs> They've got everything. You can go to HelloFresh.com slash BrainLeakFree. And you can use BrainLeakFree, the code, for free breakfast for life. For One breakfast item per box while well, subscription is active. That's, That's free, free breakfast, breakfast for life. For life. At hellofresh.com slash brainleakfree with code
1: brainleakfree. You should get it. It's pretty good. It'll start your so year off well.
0: What
1: are you looking at me for? It? You should be on hellofresh.com day. right now using code brainleakfree to get it.
0: Mm-hmm. Listen to him or he will hunt you. Yeah, I, I think that like thinking back to the beginning of, of YouTube from our end of YouTube with gaming, you, it used to literally be 10 to 15 long, 10 to 15 minute long videos that mm. were barely edited. Uh, yeah. And you had you had 55 parts in one series. Yeah, uh, it was it was very, very different. Which then, is not great.
1: <laughs> it's not great yeah. to have
0: 55 parts that are 10 minutes long, and then you wait 24 no. hours for more of that game. There's there's parts of old YouTube that I miss, but there's parts where I'm glad that the, the platform is evolving, but it's not evolving necessarily in the way that I would like it to be. I think it's gotten, like, too commercial and yeah, stuff it, like that. And
1: it's hard to talk about because it it a lot of it is, like, from our perspective, so it's hard to say, I don't like where this shift is going because... That's not taking in YouTube as a whole as like a legitimate business.
0: Yeah. I don't like like where YouTube's going because it's not catering to me enough. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, my
1: (laughs) content isn't popping off easily anymore. (laughs) I have to think! (laughs) It's hard not to sound like that, but I think a lot of it is shifting in a way that... I don't know, it's hard to like pinpoint it because I've said it before, like you don't really see homegrown YouTubers anymore, but they do exist. And I said, mm-hmm. you don't really see this anymore, but that also exists. And I'm like, it's just a general feeling about the platform. It feels like everyone knows yeah. what you're getting in for now when you start a channel.
0: Hmm. Yeah. It's it's very different. But I'm I don't know. I'm I'm very happy for Matt Pat. Um, also, Matt Pat, thanks for the Unis Honest shout out. That was very sweet. <laughs> it made yeah. me. I was driving in the car, and he's he said a thing about Unis Honest, and like instinctually like just clutched my chest and I was like oh that
1: Pat yeah that's almost like you guys got to try out quitting without any of the consequences yeah. <laughs> I microdosed quitting YouTube
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I think
1: he also brings up a good point that for channels like ours if we go away the channel dies like if yeah. I quit I could bring on someone to be like they're taking over
0: Jacksepticeye mm-hmm. is just—it's just a title. We can—we're yeah. all Jacksepticeye. It's like Spartacus. <laughs> yeah, it's just a uh, Jacksepticeye is more of an ideology. Than yeah, it's
1: else. more like—it's more like Batman. It's like Jacksepticeye <laughs> beyond. <laughs> yeah, after that, taking
0: up the mantle.
1: Like you could bring someone in, but then it's like you probably go down to like a percent of your viewership, and
0: yeah. it would have
1: to be built up again. A lot of people wouldn't care. But for Matt it's like. I'm sure stuff will change a lot and a lot of people are there for him and that specific, mm-hmm. like, a game theory voice. Yeah. But it, he is in a lucky position that he can just franchise that out to other
0: people. He could even have guest people on. Do you think that the people who are going to take over hosting have to hire a dialect coach to do the game <laughs> theory? Exactly spot on.
1: <laughs> just like Yuri Lowenthal Venom. He's uh-huh. gonna wish he never came to New York. <laughs> I can't... Every time I hear that now, somebody pointed it out to me and I can't unhear Matt MatPat in that.
0: I know. I know. It does...
1: It makes me think of MatPat. Um, but yeah, I hope... I hope he's happy. If I think a huge weight is probably lifted off his shoulders. Yeah. And now he'll wake up and he won't know what to do with his time <laughs> for a while.
0: I can't imagine what it was like... Like, recording that video aside, but... Uploading it and putting it to public mm. must have been so. Because once you once you do that, because at least with Unisaurus we ev- we knew and everyone knew yeah. when the end was coming. But with this, it's like he and a select group of people knew, and so yeah. it's like once you put that public, there's no going back. So I, that must have been a really weird feeling.
1: Yeah, I I mean I had. My heart was beating just watching it and thinking like, oh my yeah. God, one of, one, of, one of the guys is going. Uh huh. It's like it's, seeing someone like leave the army or something. It's like, see you later, soldier. What <laughs> yeah. do we do now? Will we ever see you again? It's like, I never hung it, out with my dad anyway. We don't live it, uh, in the same
0: place. It's a weird thing to think about though. I was talking to my therapist about this this morning because whether you like it or not, everyone listening, like everyone will be, be done at some point like we're all gonna die we're all gonna die um like you were saying earlier like assuming that uh neither of us get canceled i think that we're both in the same boat where it's like okay we will choose to be like this is my last video instead of just slowly fizzling out and so you know i have no idea when that time is Um, (laughs) people now in the
1: comments are like guys it's already happening (laughs) guys the time for that video is now
0: (laughs) But it, I don't know. I don't know how many years I've got left, but there will be a point where it's just like, okay, it's, it's time to put this puppy to yeah, rest. Yeah. I think, it's weird I think, think we're about. probably thinking about it more than we're not anymore. Yeah. I was, just, that's what just, I was talking to my therapist about.
1: It's just not the same anymore. It's, a, it's like, oh. it's just not him anymore.
0: It's just not him. Um, no, I, still, I, feel, I think that I still have multiple years left. Um, but you know, it is a thing where it's like been doing this for a decade now. Uh, yeah, there's... cause <laughs> I, I tweeted
1: today that that was the first time I thought about it, that my Pat was like, I've done it for a third of my life. And I'm like, I did it 11 years. I'm 33. It's a third of my life. Mm-hmm. And I tweeted that out and everyone was like, don't you dare. <laughs> They're like, don't, yep. don't say it. I mean, it's even longer for you.
0: Yeah, it's almost half my life. When I turn yeah. 30, it will be half my life will be on YouTube. And then everybody at home is like, oh, big deal.
1: I work for micros sonar and <laughs> I've been working for them for 15 years. Yeah, and I'm 26.
0: <laughs> I'm a quarter of a century, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm having yeah. my golden jubilee. <laughs> you know, it's sad to think about, but I think for the both of us, Um, we are closer to the end than not. Yeah. (laughs) Good, good word. Not just in content, but in life also. I think about that all the
1: time. Once I turn 30 and 30 onwards, I'm like, I'm closer to 60 than I am from being born.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. And that is terrifying.
0: It is. I don't like that. It's very
1: scary. (laughs) Ethan, I'm dust. And into dust yes.
0: I shall return. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old. Uh, I'm dying. Old and dying. But I don't know. I think I think Matt's video puts a lot of stuff into perspective. It made me think yeah. a lot of thoughts. Um, and it's also it good to think about the fact that
1: like, when you quit, it's not... I think that's the thing a lot of YouTubers are scared of. Like, Once they quit, it's like, that's it. It's all gone. Yeah. But you're still someone outside of that. You're still a brand. You're still a person of interest um, mm. depending on the size of your channel but also like Matt said now he wants to like make a game he wants to make an ARG with like lo-fi stuff um yeah
0: that sounded really cool so there's a
1: ton of ideas you can do I think that's probably why certain people think about quitting more because they can't take on everything like I've I've tried for a long time to do YouTube at the same time as well as other ideas at the same time and I can't I just can't make them work at the same time. I don't have that brain. I don't have the bandwidth in my brain to like take on a bunch of stuff at once. I need to put like one thing aside to do another thing. And then it's like, okay, when that's done, okay, I come back. Like I need to separate everything out or else it gets way too overwhelming for me. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So this is where I'm announcing (laughs) that I'm (laughs) (laughs) quitting. I love how your voice cracked when you said that. Dude, my voice has been cracking so much since I left L.A. for Thankmas. I think I, like, did some damage.
0: Second puberty, maybe?
1: Mayhaps? Dude, Mm -hmm. second ball finally dropped.
0: Yes! You know how to say, waiting for the other shoe to drop? (laughs) Waiting for the other ball to drop. (laughs) Waiting for the other ball to drop? God, I've been waiting for the other ball to drop for years. When will I get my facial hair? Hmm. Uh, Who knows? Maybe you never will. But hey, maybe, I never will. maybe you'll get ass hair.
1: Maybe maybe chest oh. hair one
0: day? I have a couple of them. I've got about three of them <laughs> dangling around in here. You've got time. Yeah, I've got time. Um, do you think it'll take me longer to grow a beard or quit YouTube? Which will come first? I think you should do it at the same time <laughs> once you grow a beard.
1: <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Or like, like you mm-hmm. shave and it just says, I quit underneath. <laughs> <laughs>
0: In acne scars. <laughs> 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 oh, That'll be the day, baby. I, um, That'll be the yeah, day. Yeah, I was gonna
1: say, my voice has been fucked ever since I came back from L.A. Like, the, the falsetto in my voice is kind of gone. And I don't know if it's because I don't mm. use my voice as much anymore. I think mm-hmm. when I was, like, screaming and shouting and roaring all the time, my voice would, like, get a lot of practice. But now I think mm-hmm. I'm in... A talky tone more that my voice yeah. doesn't get stretched enough. So sometimes I'll go downstairs and I'm like, beep And it's
0: like, oh. Oh. yeah. Even just that about our content. Everyone listening, go back and watch some old Jack's Heptic. I watched some back when I was crank gameplays, RIP. Like our voices have changed. Like the way that we record has yeah. changed so much where it used to literally be. Actual yelling and screaming (laughs) for the entire video Ethan do you have swamp ass? No, no swamp ass here. You don't get it? No, because I use Mando. Do you
1: get swamp ass? I do because it's like where people are looking for the Bigfoot down there (laughs) (laughs) Huh? (laughs) I have a bushy forest of an ass so I get ass sweat
0: Oh, uh, Don't well, okay. make me well, spell p- it out with macaroni. Well, Sean, you should start using Mando. because Why is smelly, that? You know, Mando, Mando is clinically proven to control your odor for 72 hours wherever you stink. Your pits, your package, your feet, your asshole. Hmm? <laughs> Listen, in a clinical study, men who showered with soap and used Mando whole body deodorant in their pits had an odor score of zero out of ten.
1: Odor score? What's my odor score? It's off the charts.
0: It's off the goddamn charts. I'm sure of it. Stinky boy. (laughs) Okay, so I stink. This will help me. Where should I go get it? Tell me now. Listen, Sean, I've got a special little offer for you, okay? Ooh. And for the listeners, new customers can get $5 off a of Mando starter pack with code BRAIN. That's code B R A I N at shopmando.com. That's S H O P M A N D O.com. <laughs> I can't wait! I can't wait! I can't. can't wait! You can't wait. You're gonna start smelling better. You're going to start smelling delicious, and your swamp ass is going to be destroyed. Now, where Ah! are you going (laughs) to (laughs) go? Charmando! Use code brain! Charmando.com! Stop smelling like Sean's asshole, and start smelling like a winner.
1: That was the whole thing with Happy Wheels. It was like, okay, it's a Happy Wheels day. I'm not allowed to do anything else. I Mm -hmm. get in. I scream literally as loud as I can for 20 minutes. And then I stop, and then your voice is gone for the rest of and the day. And then you just
0: can't talk for another 24 <laughs> oh, hours. Oh, man. Dems were the
1: days. And I, I don't even days, know if days. you can do Happy Wheels on YouTube anymore without getting demonetized with all the violence.
0: <laughs> oh, really? I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, Does it all just get when, demonetized?
1: When a lot of stuff was like that was happening about three or four years ago, like all the violence started to get demonetized and stuff in the titles were getting demonetized, It's so many Happy Wheels episodes that just got the axe immediately because it was like, a child dies in this game. We can't show
0: that. Wow. And it's a a lot of
1: horror games now. If you show anybody um, trigger warning for thoughts of self-harm, if you show any sort of self-harm in a video game now, your video is immediately demonetized and you can't appeal it. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right, because that Um, happened with... um
0: Mortuary assistant, right? Yeah.
1: Any of those scenes with the lady seeing herself. Mm -hmm. Um, Instant demonetization. And any of the, a lot of the indie horrors I've done have all gotten demonetized. I I can't remember what game it was I played. It was an indie horror. And I walked down a hallway with just a bunch of bodies, (laughs) like, all down the sides. And I was like, (laughs) no, no. (laughs) You might as well have just been yellow symbols the whole way down.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Terrifying. Scarier than any horror game. (laughs) There goes my ad ref down the drain. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. But
1: that's that's the long and short of it. Sorry, MatPat, mm-hmm. not to call you short.
0: Yeah, you're very tall and handsome. Look I at love you. that. He's handsome. He's so tall. So <laughs> tall.
1: Man, I, I really tall. like MatPat. MatPat's always, every time I've messaged him, we don't even like... It's one of those things, it's like, we know each other a lot, but because we're, like, in the same space. But mm-hmm. it's not like, yeah. like we've never had a chance to hang out and properly talk. But we're always, yeah. like, friends and friendly with each other. So it's hard to, like, say that he's, like, a good friend. Mm-hmm. Um, But he's, he's one of the good ones. Whenever you talk to him, yeah. he just has so much energy, and he's always positive, and he has so much energy to, like, he just lifts your spirit whenever you're around him.
0: Yeah, he has such a good way of, like making you feel very heard he's always yeah. super interested in everything that anyone is doing and he's f- always asking questions my favorite feel thing involved. about
1: matpad is the way he makes me feel about myself <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so true <laughs> i just feel like
1: i can be a better person when i'm around him i feel like i can reach for the stars
0: mm-hmm. and you can wow you can
1: he's also down to play ball well like you i guess as well we know each other really well. I'm not going to compliment <laughs> you. But like when yeah, we did the fucker egg, get out of here. When we did the egg thing for Thankmas, and I think that well you knew sort of about it because you were part of the rehearsal and everything. But then yeah, Sakuno and Berlizia MatPat show up and I'm like I'm so sorry if you haven't been prepped about the fact that you might be cracking an egg on your head. Yeah. And then MatPat was like, let's go. I'll crack
0: two. <laughs> yeah, he was. He's so down. He's so down for everything. Yeah. Um, we'll
1: never see him again.
0: Never I believe that was the last time anyone will ever see him in public, was at Thankmas. I know. It's wild. And we didn't we didn't know how good we had it, did we? We had no Those idea. Those
1: were the good old days. Those I, I love the meme people are saying. It's like, they did it. FNAF outlived MatPat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I hadn't seen that yet.
1: That's I awful. can't believe that FNAF... Well, FNAF has been around for like, what, half the length? Yeah. So like it's that, not... Totally accurate, but at the same time, it's like yeah, Fnaf is mm-hmm. still going, and yeah. MatPat is gone.
0: But the game theorists are still alive. That's the true. Channel. The game theorists. Do you think that MatPat had second thoughts when he got? I 10 really thought you were going to say, "Do you think MapPat had
1: sex?" Something. <laughs> <laughs> do you think? <laughs> do you think MapPat had sex with my mom? <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know. Just a theory. Man. He kept. <laughs> A dick theory. (laughs) But do you think he had second thoughts when his video got 10 million views in 24 hours? He's just like, (laughs) ah, fuck, maybe I should, maybe I'll come back. It does
1: suck that controversy (laughs) breeds views. I even did it for Thank Misty Announcement for it. I was like, I don't really want to clickbait people, but if it means more people will watch this, which means more money gets donated for charity, I'll do it. So I was like addressing the rumors Mm-hmm. immediately 1 of 10, my biggest 1 of 10 in months. And it's like, yep. I don't
0: like that that works so well. It works extremely well, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. It's like but any of these
1: episodes, we could so easily be like, did you hear about the drama that was happening? And then it's immediately like 100K views, easy. Yep.
0: That's stinky. Stinky. stinky.
1: That's Guys, your come on. fault, all of you yeah. vultures out there.
0: Actually, you know what? It is your fault. Why do you why are you so drawn to it? Huh? Yeah. Huh? Why not get drawn to funny title like big man laugh hard for years? <laughs> <laughs> and you go, "Wow, that's so good." Why no you get good.
1: attracted why are you attracted the title like man cut off penis instead of happy wheel episode 2700? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. Come, Come on. on! One is something on. you know, it's like having lasagna for dinner, and the other one is like seafood tartare that you've never had before, and you don't know if you like it, but you're interested. Which one
0: is that? Which one's the seafood tartare? See, that's up to you.
1: <laughs> I just <laughs> say per- per- the analogies, <laughs> I don't communicate them. I don't know what they mean. I just, or- my analogies are like an art form. They just go out mm. into the ethos, and it's up to you to figure it out. So figure it out. It's it's, it's all about what you like. It's
0: all taste. I have something to tell you, Sean. You're pregnant. Um, Which is I'm pregnant. With a brain leak baby. With a brain leak baby. That's right. How did you know? I can Hmm? see it in your eyes. (laughs) The the little glimmer in daddy's (laughs) eyes. You're glowing. I, today, right after recording this podcast, let's rewind. Hmm. Turn around, reverse it. <laughs> this whatever is me. Timothy Chalamet says. <laughs>
1: You're wondering how I got here.
0: <laughs> Last night, I'm making I'm making actually the thumbnail for the Brain League episode that went up today. Making mm. the thumbnail. And I get a call from my buddy Zach, who you have met. Yes. Um he uh he's one half of Zach and Austin who made the documentary. Anyway, get a call from him. I'm like, I'm busy. I'll text you later. Jocelyn comes bursting in the room because she just we just made a video. And she has Zach on the phone, and Zach is like, Ethan, this is super, super important. What are you doing tomorrow? And I was like, well, the normal thing that I do, I'm recording or streaming or whatever. I'm crying into a pillow. And he's like, tomorrow um, I have to do a pitch for this thing, and I need to take a Zoom call from a certain place, but I need your help. And I say, okay. And he goes, um... I want to take a Zoom call while I jump out of an an airplane. (laughs) But there's not enough people that are going to go skydiving, so they're not going to let the plane go.
1: You're going (laughs) skydiving today? I'm
0: going skydiving. To do a Zoom call? (laughs) Yeah. I'm going going skydiving. I don't know how to feel about it. I mean... You got to do it. You're committed now. I know. I know. Are you afraid of heights? No. Would you skydive ever? Yeah. Here's a question, because I know that you're not keen on heights. But do you, think, do you think that jumping out of a plane, you would kind of have a different feeling about the height? You know, like, it's not the same as, like, standing on the edge of a building or something. Oh, God, I I even, right as you said that, I, like, imagined it, and my I went, like, Did your asshole clench a little bit? Uh, Yeah, everything fell apart. I shitted. (laughs) Because do you think, like, you're so far up in the air when you're skydiving, you can't even, you're just like, oh, man, that's so small. Yeah, I think it's... You can't even interpret the height. Because a lot of people who ask,
1: because I, like, I'm really afraid of heights like to the point where we we went to Tokyo Skytree which is like their gigantic tower mm-hmm. um and there's like a glass thing that you can stand over and everyone was like come stand on this and she's not afraid of heights at all and I was like okay I want to get the picture and I was like an
0: old man like my knees were literally shaking and I still Is over Evelyn it. afraid of anything uh no because so our our buddy Justin just got a giant back piece and he was saying how painful it was, and he had numbing cream. And I was like, Evelyn got a huge back piece, didn't use any numbing cream. How did she do that?
1: Yeah, Evelyn's (laughs) dead (laughs) inside. Immune to the pain. Evelyn's just like, yeah, what's up? You want to tattoo my back? Yeah, go for it if you dare.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Go for it, bitch. Evelyn's easily one of the coolest people I know.
1: But we went to take a picture, and I was like, just take the picture, take the picture, take the picture, and then we did. And I was like, I have to get off this. And Were your knees
0: wobbling and making that cartoon bone sound? Yeah.
1: I was like the Lego pieces in Lego Star Wars. <laughs> and I, I get so fucking scared on heights. And I don't know what it is because everyone's like, it's the fear of falling. And I'm like, I don't think that that's what it is. I'm not afraid I'm going to fall off. It's just oh. seeing the height somehow. I, uh, maybe it's, maybe my brain works properly and yours doesn't. Maybe you're supposed
0: to be afraid of heights. Is, is there a certain memory that you have from a kid? Can you take it back to your childhood? Not really. My dad Do you was remember really afraid afraid the first? Do you remember the first time that you were afraid of heights? Where you recognized, I'm afraid of heights? No. Huh.
1: I don't know. Hmm. It's just, an just innate. It's always
0: been there. Just an instinctual.
1: Yeah, maybe everyone else is afraid of heights. They're like, no, I'm afraid of falling. And I'm like, oh. Weird. Hmm. It's just when you see the height, my something happens in my brain where I guess it's like a vertigo thing where I feel like I'm off balance and like I need to like grip. something. I guess it is a fear of falling because I need to like grip the the bars. Like we went up into the Brighton Tower together, and yeah. I was uh, like I walk around that like I'm walking on eggshells because I'm like
0: yeah, I know it's safe. But what if it breaks? What if I die? You you did kind of walk around up there like a person who was about to jump off, where you were like, "Uh, uh, will I, won't I? And I was like, "What? Just I'm not afraid of heights. I just have a very flirtatious relationship
1: with them. Mm -hmm. I walk around around when I'm scared of heights, I shit myself. And I'm looking for a bathroom, but I can't find any. (laughs) And I'm gripping, white-knuckling everything around me. But yeah, because everyone who says, oh, you're afraid of heights, or you're afraid of planes. But I think... Mm -hmm. I think what it is for me is the feeling of there's a certain level of below your eye level when it gets scary, when there's nothing in front of you. So when you're in a plane, it's like a tiny window, so I can see, like, the wall of the plane next to me. But can, when I'm on top of a building and it's like a glass railing or a glass floor, yeah. when it's the feeling of stuff being gone from underneath me that scares me.
0: So wait, so can you be looking outside of a tall window? Yes, if you? the window
1: is small enough. Okay. But if I'm in, okay. like, an obser- like an observation deck on something and the windows are, like, floor to ceiling, that scares the mm-hmm. shit out of me. Because once you get close to it, it feels like the ground is, like, right there.
0: Maybe it is a fear think, of falling. I think it's in Vegas. I can't remember. That ride, that, like, roller coaster ride that goes over the side of the building. Have you I seen that? I would hate that.
1: <laughs> I got offered... You would shit your fucking pants. I got offered a brand deal for City Skylines 2 because I did the first one and they were like, we're going to do a dinner or like a playtest on a thing that goes up in the air. So we're going to have like City Skylines in the skyline. And I was like, fuck no. There wasn't <laughs> even a part of me that was like kind of like this would be cool. I, uh-huh. I would be so uncomfortable that it wouldn't be fun to watch.
0: You would oh, just feel bad man. for me. <laughs> <laughs> man, you and I are different in that scenario. I would be like, fuck yeah. I absolutely want to do that. Oh,
1: hell no. I don't, like, I'll go on roller coasters and stuff. That's all fine. Because mm-hmm. I guess it's over so quick. It's like, that, like, stuff that's out of my control. I'm just dangling over something. And I'm like... Unless you're paying me
0: $500 million, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Wait, so yeah, hold on. On a big old roller coaster, what about, what about those rides where you just go up and you drop? Hate you don't them. like that. Hate them. Hate them. And that's not mm-hmm. only... That's like Tower of Terror as well, where you can't see the height. I just hate that feeling. Okay. But I still do it, because I would like to feel alive. Yeah. See, that's what I'm thinking is going to happen today. I'm going to feel so alive... I'm going to be so alive today. If
1: this gets your neurodivergent brain going
0: to the point where now you become an adrenaline junkie, Mm -hmm. I will have words with you. I will go full dad on you. (laughs) I hope that there's another episode after this. But if there's not, because there's always a chance. You're not going to die going skydiving. Uh, No, but the chance
1: is not zero. And actually... I don't like that i said that because if you do die now i'm the asshole
0: <laughs> you're the reason knock on yeah. wood you better yeah, not I'm, if you I'm die excited. i'll kill you <laughs> yeah it'll be rough it'll don't, be don't do it'll it it'll be not fun it'll um, say
1: markiplier's friend dies
0: skydiving i know dude wouldn't that suck man that would co-host suck.
1: of the brain leak podcast it doesn't even say your name
0: <laughs> No, it's just co- Markiplier's friend and co host of the Brain Leak podcast with Jack Septicai dies in yeah, Skydiving. Nowhere
1: it says a YouTuber today died after a skydiving accident.
0: <sighs> well, I'm excited. Is it I'm better little, to die in I'm, real life or die online? <laughs> we'll find out today. <laughs> <Won't
1: we? laughs> no, you have, after um, you do it, you need to text me.
0: Oh I will You I need will, to text me text
1: That was the greatest experience of my life I'm rock hard Or something ah. to that effect It's
0: <laughs> just a f- photo of my fucking cock and balls
1: I was breaking the wind the whole way down <laughs> They've said they've never fell faster <laughs> We broke physics Terminal velocity
0: is a myth I use my dick like a rudder in the air To yeah. steer us I was like left, right, left <laughs>
1: It's different, though, because now you you have a a job to do when you're in the air. You're not just going skydiving for the thrill of it, like you you're being put to work. Mm. So I think that that might override your brain to be like, okay, I need to actually
0: do something. I only have a certain amount of time to do it. I'm... Well, my job on this, quote unquote, was to show up so then the plane can take off. Because he was like, I need to I wanna take this Zoom call while I'm jumping out of the plane. But there's not enough people that have signed up so they're not the plane is not taking off. And so they were like talking to them and they were like, Can we take this Zoom call? And he was like, Yeah, you can do that, but we need more people. And so I was like, All right, Zach, if you I will do it if you can coordinate with them to allow me to film so I can make a video out of it.
1: Right. And I thought you were yeah. going to be like the person with a phone like holding it for his Zoom.
0: No, no, no. Um, oh, that's better then. Yeah. No, I don't have a job to do. Now I'm just making a video out of it. Hell yeah. Um, so if the video comes out, you'll know I'm alive. I thought about that because Logan Paul did Prime as he was falling. I was like, what
1: if I tried to make a whole cup of coffee <laughs> <laughs> And you open the bag and the beans a Boiling.
0: <laughs> a boiling cup of coffee, just like Poof.
1: ah. Yeah, how look and Pauls was like, you could do anything with Prime Energy. Woo! <laughs> like topless, jumping out and fucking ripped, like the Man. full Chad energy. And I just show up and I'm like, here's how we make coffee.
0: <laughs> the beans go everywhere. <laughs> I spill boiling water on myself should I try and discord you from the air and then we can record uh we can record all the ad reads <laughs> the no 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 <laughs> you, you, you should
1: have fun you should make this just for you
0: no I'll share the experience with you once I land and yes. I'll let you know that I'm still living on this breathing. earth
1: mm-hmm. I'm curious maybe this is the point now where the plane door opens and you're hanging off the edge and you're like I'm actually really scared of this <laughs> <laughs> and it awakens something in you.
0: <laughs> well, that's the thing, is you're, you're tied up tandem to a person. Yeah. And so from what, I, from what I've been told, once Dude. you step onto the plane, once the plane takes off, they're jumping. Yeah.
1: Big dick move. And you with them. Ask if you can go face-to-face tandem.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're just kissing them on the way down.
1: But you still, you still have to get your joy of falling, so you have to be on top. <laughs> As he's, like, coming down.
0: So funny. <laughs> oh, God, Do you think anyone's really ever
1: funny. done skydiving porn? Do you think anyone's ever had sex in the air? Not in, like, a plane or something, like, free-falling, free-balling. Well, they have to be naked right from the get-go. They can't just take off their clothes mid-air. You only have a certain amount of time. We'll never
0: know. There's a... unless I try and fuck the skydiving guy today. What is it? A gray area? <laughs> a blank market? Yeah, f- capitalize on that. Nobody, nobody's cornered the market of, there of you go. sky sex other than eagles. They're the only ones. <laughs> yeah. Surely someone's Maybe jerked I, off. Why do I go there? Probably. but Maybe I think- should be thrown out of a plane without a parachute. Man, that would be <laughs> awful, though, because you come and it just goes right back in your face. Hmm. That's not supposed to happen. Unless, unless you roll over, and you're falling back down, and, you're
1: just and it's still falling with sky. you, and you're like trying to avoid it the <laughs> way down,
0: <laughs> you're like playing yes, a game sonny. of will they, won't they? <laughs> Is there any goofy stuff I should do while I'm falling out of the air from twelve thousand feet today? I don't think you'll remember. Mm-hmm. You should do a backflip. <laughs> I guess you can Man.
1: if you're tandem.
0: If we're tandem, I could ask the man, I suppose. He would probably say no. No,
1: Um, um, we're falling at 4,000 meters a second. Um, We're about to hit the ground real soon. I'm curious how long it feels
0: for you to fall. I don't don't know. Because I think you're free falling for a couple minutes. I think you're free falling for like about a minute. And from what I've been told, that people have who have skydived before, because Zach has been uh, ski doveed, ski doved, Yeah, the last time he ski doved, he said that it feels like a really long time. Like hmm. it feels like you're falling for minutes and minutes on end. Wow. So I'll let you know now that I've been talking about this more because you're the first person that I've talked about this to, other than hey, Zach you scared. Um, I, I'm getting a little, I'm getting a little, Ooh, wow. yeah,
1: imagine yourself at the edge of the plane. They're like dropping in five minutes and then <laughs> the heart rate
0: kicks in. You're like, have I told my mother? I loved her. Well, so here's another variable, Sean is I haven't pooped today. Okay. <laughs> so hold on. Wait, I haven't pooped today. And for a video yesterday, I went and did a fast food cheeseburger tier list. I ate eight eight cheeseburgers yesterday, and I haven't pooped yet. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) I'm clogged up with ground beef. You're going to create a fucking happy meal in the sky. (laughs) What's going to happen up there? And then, oh, you film that, and then you say the tier list doesn't matter because they all end up shit in the end.
0: Yeah. Perfect. Oh, (gasps) Do you think someone's pooped in the sky? We always got to bring shit into the podcast some way, yeah. somehow, and this is, the, this is the way we're doing first it First shit of the year. Oh. Well, I think. No, I've, sh- I've, sh- I've, sh- I've shat this year.
1: No, on the podcast. First oh, mention of p- shit. <laughs> I think so. Dude, I probably shit the first minute of the new year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is all Dude. wrong. Do you think the shit fell as the ball dropped in tandem? 10! 9,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and then the Netflix subtitle says, shit squelches wetly. <laughs> I um, My poops have been better lately because Evelyn and I start a new year, started to eat healthy again. Nice. Started You've been eat- cooking up a storm. Oh, brother. I have been cooking. I cooked so other than a vegan ragu roast. today. Ooh, are you trying to eat less meat? No, Evelyn just found her a cookbook from a lady that does vegan stuff and they're really quick recipes. And we're like, let's try that. Huh. How was it? Eh. <laughs>
0: it's
1: fine. It's it's
0: good. It tastes good, but it looked like cat food when I made it. <laughs> okay. Did BB like it? BB's doing so much better, you said. He, he is, but this isn't about him. This is not about him. Fuck that little No. Him. He's cute. <laughs> He's, He's making
1: cute. his jumps. He's better. His back legs work again. Good for him. He's going, ah! Yeah, he time. really is. Jesus, what was I even talking about before ADHD? The vegan and- ragu. The vegan ragu. It looks like cat food. Oh, I was going to say that we started eating healthy, and already a week into 2024, I lost two kilos, which is like four pounds. Four, four pounds. Nice. Hell like, yeah,
0: dude. Let's go. Let's go, gamer.
1: I love how I weighed my heaviest before the Sidemen match, and I was like, okay, I need to... I look at those Brain leak videos we did, and I was like, Oh... Who's your friend (laughs) over there? (laughs) And then, I lost... (laughs) I lost... Who's your friend over there? (laughs) I lost 10 kilos, which is like 20 pounds, Uh in three months, and I was like, hell yeah! And then put it all back on (laughs) towards the end of the year. Hell
0: yeah, baby. That's, that's what the holidays will do.
1: Uh, and that's what being in
0: your 30s will do as well. Mm-hmm. You gotta get, got get engorged to hibernate for winter. Oh, I love getting engorged. We had snow! Uh, <gasps> you had snow! It never snows in Brighton. No, it was a Christmas miracle. What day was it? Was it on New Year's? No. No, it was like two days ago. We oh, were sitting,
1: yeah. and I was building some Warhammer models—classic <laughs> me—and yeah. nice. I looked up, and it was like it was kind of like hail, the kind yeah. of snow. I guess that would be sleet, but it was a little heavier than that. And it was like, oh, it's all like all crunchy on the ground, and it's not really the same. It was more like ice. But I stood outside in it, and I was like, wow, this is so lovely. It's so peaceful. The air is always so calm when it's snowing, and I could mm-hmm. hear it pitter patter everywhere. And then uh-huh. Evelyn looked at her. App and it was like it's supposed to get like really snowy for like four hours and then it just came down. Hell yeah, did it stick?
0: No, oh, rain's too wet. Oh, stupid come on. bitches, stupid fucking asshole. But it, it was really nice. Evelyn and I snow. went
1: out and walked around in it and I was like, wow, oh. winter. Did you catch 11. snowflakes
0: on, you, on, your, on your tongue? I did. <laughs>
1: I went, to see if I can catch one. Uh, and I was like, mmm, yummy.
0: Mmm, <laughs> pollution. That's nice. not pollution.
1: It's filtered by the sky.
0: That's right. That's what the clouds do. They filter the snow.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, do you think if you had a lake of coffee, you could get it to rain caffeine? If what? If a <laughs> lake had coffee? <laughs> if you just had an entire lake that was just coffee. I don't think it would. I think it, it evaporates if you had- the
0: water out of the coffee. If you had a man-made lake of coffee interesting and we called it coffee lake i don't I don't think that it would hmm
1: I think scientifically it question. actually extracts the water away from the coffee and
0: evaporates it out no way no it's straight away''s <laughs> no it. fallen from the, on this from flat the earth sky, whole beans. no way yeah, that doesn't happen maybe on a spherical imaginary planet like. <laughs> like you're thinking of, but not here, not on this flat place. No. Um, speaking of liquids, Sean, I saw something very funny that I wrote down yesterday. Um, I so, have no idea where this sentence is going. <laughs> well, speak, speaking of liquids, we're talking about coffee. I saw an ad at the grocery store for, for White Claw 0%, no alcohol. So it's just seltzer water. (laughs) That's soda water. (laughs) Sparkling (laughs) water. What do you you mean 0% White
1: Claw? (laughs) We've come full circle, baby. You know how you're drinking a White Claw and everyone's like, oh yeah, I really want to be seen drinking a White Claw, said no one Mm -hmm. ever. So you're Mm -hmm. always kind of like hiding it or you mix it into a glass or something. It's like, ooh. Wow! It's like no one drinking White Claws is trying to like show off that they're drinking White Claws. So having a 0% one is like, I just want to fit in with the
0: group. (laughs) It's just LaCroix. Yeah! That's all it is. Because that's that's where the craze started. Was stuff like LaCroix becoming popular. Flavored water. Ooh, what if we added some alcohol to that? Great. Now we're taking it away. Now we're just back at fucking fizzy juice water the fuck it's so funny you are correct though it is kind of just to like to fit in but i think that it's very funny who's fitting in drinking white claws i don't know white girls
1: at sorority
0: parties yeah i've always got i've always got a a couple white claws in my fridge just for just for fun um but yeah i think i think it's very funny because at least if you're drinking like a non-alcoholic beer or something it still tastes like beer. You know, yeah, you're Yeah, it has that. such a specific flavor that you kinda want that. But if you're drinking white claw in the be- like you're drinking white claw because it, it kinda tastes it tastes it doesn't taste like, like sparkling water. Yeah. So the what's the point of the zero you pro- Just drinking, drink a sparkling water.
1: Yeah, and if you want to drink a sparkling water, there's so many better options. Yeah. This would be a great spot for a liquid death sponsorship, but they haven't sponsored us oh. in a while.
0: Shame. man now we're just giving it to him for free um god that's stupid I, it's so funny it's I don't so, like this planet so, anymore it's so silly and they're, gonna, they're <laughs> gonna sell so much of it too what's the coffee equivalent of that if you could do that decaf. with top of the morning <laughs> uh, I guess caffeinated decaf <laughs> <laughs>
1: <gasps> we added the caffeine back to decaf.
0: <laughs> so it's just Men. coffee. No, 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 no. no, no. It's no, for no, the people who want to fit in. <laughs> it's caffeinated decaf. No, it's not Idiot. coffee. It's for the people Fine. that don't want to go to bed, but want to look like they do.
1: <laughs> um, we, do have, we do have decaf coming for Top of the Morning sometime this year. Ooh, Baby. I know when, but I don't want to say in case it doesn't happen and production gets bad. Because mm. sometimes that happens.
0: Sometimes that do. that do Sometimes be it be like that, and then it do. And then it do. Well, what else I did you write wait? down? You said you had a whole list of things to go through. Oh, I have a couple of things in here. Well, I say have them White to Claw's my ear 0%. holes. I have, did you hear about the Tetris boy? I did. You, I'm Blue's sure you scooby. heard about the Tetris. Yeah. First person ever to beat Tetris. Yeah, well, so Tetris is in a weird
1: spot where if you keep playing it for certain, it's only supposed to go to like level 30 or something, and then after that, the code starts just randomizing shit. And after like level 129 or something, it starts putting in like weird colors and stuff. So people Mm -hmm. never really knew when the actual kill screen was, which is where the game literally can't function anymore and stops. Um and then somebody did the math and the code and said the earliest it can happen is like level 155 and Blue Scooty did it on 157 and actually yep. like the game just stopped and no one has so ever cool. done that before.
0: It's such a it's such a wonderful cuz he was live streaming and it's such a wonderful clip seeing him realize he's so he's out. he's 13 years old. I think he's from like Oklahoma or something like that. Yeah, there's um, nothing else to do in Oklahoma. Yeah it's It's really cool though, um so congrats to him. I was surprised um, it's sweet watching
1: a video about it. Some dude did a really good breakdown of it all that I didn't realize that the, most of the biggest records for that have happened within like the
0: last three years. It's wild because the game is what like thirty four or thirty five years old, yeah, I think it's like late eighties, yeah, um, it's.
1: But I I thought like, oh, people have been like going to like level 200 or something in Tetris for years, like since Mm -hmm. the early 2000s at least. But people have only been hitting like level 129 or something within like the last three years. I can't remember the exact numbers, but it was Mm -hmm. like somebody would like hit a number like 99. And then it's like, oh, now we're at 129 suddenly and like bumping Mm -hmm. the record way up. And that was all since like 2020 onwards.
0: And even, even since he beat it uh, a, f- a few weeks ago, I think two or three more people have, have done that as well. That's crazy. Um, it's crazy. It is wild, though, to think about that game being as old as it is and people are just beating it now. Yeah, there was, I, th- I don't know if you saw it. Did you see the Sky News clip? No. There was a Sky News reporter that was reporting on, uh, I, think, I think the kid's name is Wilson Blue Scooty, whatever his Mm. real name is, um, reporting on it. And then she decided to try and take a little dump, a dump on him, a (laughs) dunk on him, and be like, you know, there's better things that you could do with your time. Maybe go outside. It's like, fuck you. Like what? Watch the news? Yeah. And so a bunch of people uh, got up in arms about that, rightly so, because it was supposed to be a wholesome, positive news segment, and then she decided to shit on it at at the very end. Um, Wow, that's like that interview that uh, Dolly Parton
1: did years ago, and some lady's trying to, like, tear her apart. I can't remember the reporter lady's name or
0: if she even is a reporter. (laughs) Can't dunk on Dolly. No. Not possible. Dolly will fuck you up.
1: Yeah. But what was cool (laughs) is that Ludwig made a video talking about how he had, like, a small hand in the record. Because he... he helped figure out a uh, button mashing technique for, like, um, Super Mario Party. Um, oh. For certain things there, and he, like, had a record for that. And then some other dude came back to beat Ludwig's record. And mm-hmm. he... Oh, I can't remember the specifics of it. I think he came back and did something with button mashing, and then the kid who invented the rolling technique with the finger flicking... Yeah. ...saw that guy come back and got inspired and created that new technique... Which is why Blue Scoot, he was
0: able to beat Tetris. It's so cool. It's so cool. the The rolling thing with Tetris is so cool to watch. Yeah, it's so wild that. It's also weird
1: to think like somebody just thought of that one day and was like, "Oh, maybe this will work." And it, that uh-huh. was also a kid. A kid invented that technique, and now it's used by everybody.
0: Yeah, it's so cool. It's so awesome seeing like games evolve like that, even old games like Tetris. It's like the, the, the Rubik's Cube thing. Lord, that record
1: was beaten last year, the year before as well, right? For speed cubing. Yeah, and it was a really young kid who did it as well. It just shows that no matter how good you think you are at something, there's always a 13 or 11-year-old that's better than you.
0: <laughs> what do you think, just off the top of your head, what do you think the world record for uh, Rubik's Cube is for completing a mixed-up Rubik's Cube?
1: I think I thought it was
0: something ridiculous, like 1.3 or 2.3 seconds. So it's not that short. It's 3.13 seconds. Damn. But, so one, two, three. How? How? It's so insane that people do it. So, They're, for everyone knows the Rubik's Cube, you get. I don't actually know how much time you get with actual speed cubing because you have a certain amount of time that you can't move. The cube at all, but you can it. look, you're allowed to look at it for I think it's like I think you get a a fair amount of time to look at it. So then you have to sort of like memorize where the things are, and then you have to figure out like how do you figure out do people the do algorithms it, for that. People do it blindfolded. <laughs> it's insane. It's so insane, like how does the mind work that way where it's like, okay, these pieces are here, here, and here. I need to move the cube like this, and this, and this. And then you do it in three seconds. How is that possible? Dude, you're insane. asking me, you
1: know how to solve them. I don't. <laughs> I know, but it's it's crazy. So, I, hold on. I think there must be something got to do with it. Like you can randomize a cube, but there must be something that a record gets broken because it's a look at the draw thing. Like, it gets all jumbled up and it is hard, but surely sometimes the randomization in it means that statistically it needs less moves yeah. some of the time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So you Where get a good like, roll. Got, got, good, got good RNG on this one.
1: Yeah, it's like doing any sort of like Minecraft speed run, which is like I actually only needed to turn it 15 times instead of the usual like 26.
0: Yeah. Because uh, like the, the very basic way of solving the Rubik's Cube is first you get the, the cross. So you f- solve one face first. So you solve a little cross. You get all the, all the same color on one end. And then you get the corners. And then you get you flip it over and you get the center. And then you do the top. And so there's certain moves that you do to get certain pieces in certain places. So like if I want to get this up here, there's a certain moves that you do to do that. It's like a slight Um, puzzle, basically. (laughs) Yeah. And so it's it's just, I don't understand. Do you think the blue
1: scooties of the world are thinking like, okay, I need to get the cross here and then the thing on top? They just know, baby. They have their own algorithms. They're machines.
0: They're machines. And think about, so someone solved a Rubik's Cube in 3.13 seconds. How quick can they take off a bra? (laughs) <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, check
1: the age on the guy that broke that record before you start
0: saying stuff. Mm, uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe you might be, uh, <laughs> 22, it's fine. Oh, I thought a kid He's taking beaten. off mad bras. Damn. Mad bras. Yep. Damn. That's 3.13 seconds.
1: The biggest claim to my fame that I've ever had in something like that was having my name on the Resident Evil 8 speedrun where like speedrun.com my name was up there for a speedrun at
0: one point was it what was your what was your fastest run on resi 8 i also started speedrunning resi 8 when that came out it was so much fun i think it was like
1: 157 or something
0: because oh, it was
1: yeah. like an Annie percent so it was like get the strongest gun you can with infinite ammo and then just mm. see how quickly you can do it and I didn't even have the strongest gun. I was too lazy to like save up the points to get the
0: like Desert Eagle weapon. I don't know what it was about that game that made me replay it so many times. I played that game like nine or ten times. It was fun. Yeah, it's
1: just really good level design, I think.
0: Very, very, very fun. It was a very video really, gamey video game. Very video. It was a very video gamey video game. It was a good time. It was a good yeah. time. Very good replayability on that game. You just kept going back with new guns, seeing how quick I think I think it. that's it.
1: Capcom have always been good, even back in, like, the Dino Crisis days where you would unlock, like, a dinosaur coliseum and then you could, like, control the dinosaurs and fight each other. Oh, so there's yeah. always shit like that that they do with, like, infinite ammo or, like, big head modes or something. They're always really good at having their cheats and their fun factor behind... Damn...
0: Did it solve the you. cube? How long? How long did that take? I don't know. How many? <laughs> how many no bras can you take off? Man, zero. <laughs> Single boy. Uh, the the best time I ever had was like thirty seconds for solving a Rubik's cube. I thought you were gonna say we're for still- Resi eight, and I was like, "The fuck are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> thirty seconds for Resident Evil eight. Yeah, unmatched, baby. Wow, unmatched. Is there a game that you would want to... Have you ever thought of speedrunning a game? Bloodborne. And if so, Bloodborne? I feel like I know can, I know the mechanics of that game so well and how it
1: feels that I could pull off... I don't think I would ever get, like, top 10 world record levels, but I think I could definitely whittle that game way down.
0: So, a couple questions for you. Uh, first one. Any percent speedrun of Bloodborne, how many bosses do you actually have to beat? Ooh. Do you know? I don't know. It's been a long time since I watched any of them. I mean, I'm sure that there's some sort of, like, glitch or export, exploit that you can do to, like, bypass things, but...
1: Yeah, because you can skip Cleric Beast and you can skip Bloodstarve blood Beast. So that's mm-hmm. Gascoigne and Vicar Amelia, and then Shadows of Yharnam, you're straight away. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I think it's Murgo, and then you submit yourself to Gascoigne. Because obviously if you want to beat it as quickly as possible, you have to get decapitated at the end instead of beating him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I think, I think it's like
0: four bosses, four or five. My second question is, Bloodborne is your favorite game. You've, yes. You know the ins and outs of that game. Have you ever, and if not, would you do like a level one uh, playthrough of it. Absolutely not. <laughs> no? <laughs>
1: I've thought about that so many times where I'm like, I get, like, the no-hit runs and everything. Like, those are fun to watch and like, a level one thing. But I watched someone the other day beat Orphan of Kaz with a torch. <laughs> and he, he did 22 damage a hit. Like, just shoving the torch in his face. <laughs> no, and it was, like, a 20-something minute video. And I was watching it. And I was like, this is this is cool. But man, is this boring to watch. It would take such a long time. I I hate that feeling of being so close to something and then fucking it up and then mm-hmm. having to do it again. That, I that like does that. not agree with my brain at all. So speedrunning is not my
0: thing. Do you think you would ever do any kind of Bloodborne challenge for yourself? Gotta um, spice it up. You can't just keep playing Bloodborne normal style every time, you know? <sighs> I think I would play with a weapon Missionary's great, but you gotta spice it up every now and again. (laughs) (laughs) I played Doggy Saw Bloodborne.
1: (laughs) I did do it one time where I became, like, the beast class. There's, like, a beast claw you can get to, like, and it's really fun. But then you can also get a thing that transforms you into a beast. Um, Maybe it is the claws, but I did that one time, and that was very fun. Um, But otherwise, I guess just playing with a weapon I don't like, which just doesn't sound fun to me. What's the worst weapon? I don't know. There's a lot of weapons like like the amygdala arm that are like cool in practice. But then when you're playing with it, you realize like how slow and sloppy they are and their damage output is kind of shit. But it's like it's an arm that like flies all over the place and does cool moves. But I'm
0: like, I
1: wish this was better to use.
0: Do you think you could do an only gun run of, of Bloodborne?
1: Yeah, you can do blood tinge build. If have you, you pump done your, you you pump your stats into Blood Tinge, you can do really crazy damage with a gun called the Evelyn. <gasps> Every time <gasps> I play and I pick up the Evelyn, I'm like, I'm getting you! <laughs> <laughs> um, Bloodborne's fun. I like Bloodborne. I haven't played yeah, it in a while, though.
0: Hmm. New Year, new you, no Bloodborne? No.
1: I, I have been so close to thinking about the idea of getting all the like from soft youtubers together
0: mm-hmm.
1: like the iron pineapples the Vaties, everybody that i can who has a voice mm-hmm. and getting everyone to make a video demanding bloodborne remastered or a sequel or something <laughs> like just to be like sony we're not taking it anymore we want something bloodborne and then i'm you like you should
0: do that that won't work <laughs> Yeah, but it would be fun, you know, it'd cause a ruckus.
1: I, I want something on my channel to point to, to be like, look, Sony, this got like two and a half million views. That should be enough for you, like a petition almost. Mm-hmm. Should be enough for you to go out, like use our voice to kind of like bully Sony
0: into doing something with it. We have so much it, money. At least at 60 FPS. What, yeah. How hard could it be? How hard could it be?
1: It's not that hard at all, actually. Some guy, like, jailbroke the game already, and it does run at 60 FPS.
0: Come on. Come on, give it to us, Sony.
1: Come on, try Sony, you bought Nixes; They're the people who do the PC ports of everything. Just give them Bloodborne, even though you're in a Sony Computer Entertainment Japan, so I don't know who even owns the fucking rights to it anymore. And they're probably like, we're not doing that again, because if we have to redo the rights, then it's going to cost us, like, $400,000. And we're not spending that.
0: I don't know how this stuff works. Uh, I want Bloodborne on PC so then it can be easily modded. And yeah. And you can change all the bosses to funny things like Marge Simpson, is father Gascoigne. Now. Oh. based on all of the f- shop. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be one of them too.
1: Sooner or later.
0: See, that an intense modded Bloodborne run would be so funny. Oh, that I want to so fight good. fucking Tom from Tom
1: and Jerry. And...
0: All his uh, attacks are saying like ah! Tom as Tommy in it. A <laughs> big ass Tommy in it running around.
1: Oh, we need Thomas the tank engine in Bloodborne. Yeah. I want someone to mod like a dildo into it so I can fight with that.
0: How how long is it gonna be until somebody just remakes Bloodborne illegally by themselves? It won't it up. work.
1: People always try that shit and it never feels right. As someone who's like, I play so many FromSoft games that as soon as I play something that's not FromSoft, I'm like, mm, I can tell that this doesn't control right. And mm-hmm. it, like, bothers me because the muscle memory should translate, but then it doesn't. Mm-hmm. So I didn't did, like, Lords of with... the Fallen. Did you like of P? I did. I love Liza P. of P is very good. Mm. A little bit of bullshit here and there, and the build variety is kind of lacking. Everyone's like, there's so many weapons, and there's so many handles, and I'm like... Yeah, but you can kind of they all kind of feel the same. You don't really like mm-hmm. go down the path of like a specific dex build or a specific strength build.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, do
0: you think? I do, sometimes. Not, not 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 which is your favorite, but which is objectively the better game? Bloodborne or uh Elden Ring? Bloodborne. Bloodborne. I think it's faster and has
1: better... Because it's it's different because it's linear versus open world, and I think the linearity of Bloodborne is what makes it so strong. That mm-hmm. just plowing through, getting certain items in certain places, it's less exploitable than Elden Ring is. The art mm-hmm. system in Elden Ring makes things a bit overpowered for certain yep. fights. Um mm-hmm. But I also think the speed at which Bloodborne plays is better because of the rally system with your health. So if you get hit, you can get your health back by attacking. So that constant like aggression in Bloodborne, I think, is better. Yeah. And the parry system is the best in... Except for Sekiro, the parry system is the best I've ever done in Bloodborne.
0: It's a fun game. It's a real good game. If you haven't played Bloodborne, you should play it. I, it's very fun. I
1: met someone at the Game Awards, actually, who... I went over and talked to this group of people that I don't actually know, like I had never met them before. It was the first time I met them, and they were all drunk, and there's a specific reason I was there, but I'm not gonna say why. And I went over and talked to them, and they were asking like what my favorite game of all time was, and I said Bloodborne. And one of the- some girl was like, Bloodborne, really? And I was like, yeah, I think it's like as close to a perfect as a game can be for me. And she was like, <laughs> yeah, other people around me were also like, Like, he might start throwing hands. You don't know. (laughs) You insulted Bloodborne. Um, And then I was like, what's your favorite game? And I think they said, like, (laughs) you just turned
0: to her and you went, you are not wanted here. (laughs) It's all your fault.
1: Um, (laughs) I asked her what her favorite game was, and I think she said Super Mario Bros. 3, which I'm like, okay, cool, solid. Um... Mm. It almost felt like she thought that Bloodborne was too new to be a favorite game of all time. And then we were talking about other games and I was like, yeah, I'd probably have like Final Fantasy IX in my top three. And she was like, okay, that's good. And Uh she was like, why Final Fantasy IX? And I was like, well, it was the first Final Fantasy I played. She was like, okay, then that doesn't count. And I was like, why? (laughs) I'm like, why are you gatekeeping games to me? What is happening? It was like Final Fantasy VII or
0: nothing to her. And I was like,
1: what? Come
0: on. That's not how that works. Final Fantasy 9 game, is like a Ghibli movie. It's amazing. It's whatever game brings you joy, makes you feel the best, keeps you, keeps you coming back. You know? What's your favorite game? I don't know. I think uh, Honestly, I think of the past couple of years, the games that I played, Resident Evil 8 was probably my favorite game in the last few years just mm. because it kept me hooked for a while and I kept going back. Yeah. Um, you were quite fond I, I, of
1: uh, Night in the Woods as well, weren't you?
0: Yeah, I like Night in the Woods. Um, it's really hard to say because it comes... It's like I kind of think of my favorite game kind of like what my favorite songs are mm. where it's like it depends on the mood that I'm in and yeah. it kind of depends on, on what's what's got me going. Yeah, um, And so like when I beat Bloodborne, it was like, okay, this is my favorite game right now because it was all I was thinking about. And every day I was just like grinding Bloodborne and playing yeah. that until I beat it. Um, so it, it just kind of depends.
1: Yeah. That's kind of why I switched my mind from shadow of the Colossus. Cause I was like, that's my favorite game ever. But I was like, I played Bloodborne way more. And I think I referenced Bloodborne more. And I think I enjoyed the gameplay of that more. So I switched yeah. to that. But Shadow of the Colossus, I mean, it's kind of tied. But Shadow of the Colossus was like, that's the game I played when I was, like, 17, and it made me cry, Mm -hmm. and it meant a lot to me at the time, and it got me through, like,
0: depression. So
1: it Mm -hmm. has, like, a different meaning and a different reason why it would be my favorite game.
0: Yeah, that's, like, me in the the first season of the Walking Dead game. Like, that was the first video game that ever made me cry. And I was like, wow. It was the first time that I was like, video games are, like, art. Like, this is so cool. And then, like... Super Smash Bros. Melee is one of my favorite games of all time because like that's, that's what it's the only game that my brother and I played nonstop. and I remember like the first time I ever beat him was like <laughs> ah, I finally did it! I finally <laughs> fucking beat you! God damn it! That's um, fun. Yeah so it's like those, those games it's like whatever brings you good memories and whatever makes you
1: Yeah cause a lot of people now are like God of War 2018 is my favorite game of all time and I'm like dude I can't argue with that i i wouldn't even put it in like my top 10 because i just have a different taste but i still think it's an incredible game and i'm not going to like shit on somebody else and also the thing like it's it's a newer game the same with persona 5 a lot of people
0: think that is their favorite game and i'm like i can see why yeah very good game i think i think if you just beat a game today that just came out that can be your favorite game yeah who's who's to tell you Otherwise, it's your favorite. Yeah. (laughs) It's not their favorite game. It's your favorite game. Live your life. Do whatever you want. If somebody says that you're not allowed to have that as your favorite game, that goes against the question itself. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, If you want to jump out of an airplane and jerk off, you do it. And I'm going to in about three (laughs) hours. God damn it. I'm about to jump out of a plane, dude. Uh, We'll keep you all updated. You keep me updated, though. You keep me updated more than the others, right? Yeah, I'll I'll text you as soon as I land. And I'll go, see that sky up there? I just went from there to here. And I'm alive. (laughs) I am a god of the sky and the land. (laughs) Someone takes a
1: picture of your body as a puddle on the ground. You're like, see that? (laughs) That was Ethan. (laughs) That was
0: him. Ten minutes ago. I don't think you'll die. I think you're fine. No, no. It's fairly safe. How do you want to die? Not like this. (laughs) I don't (laughs) think anyone would have that on the list of like
1: like that. I want to die kicking and screaming and painfully.
0: (laughs) I I think I want to die like most people want to die, which is uh, unknowingly in my sleep. Yeah, Yeah. Hindenburg. (laughs) 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 <laughs> just, just,
1: damn. I want to get hit by a blimp. Every time, Ever since I heard that in an episode of Friends, I'm like, that's the funniest sounding way to die.
0: <laughs> blimp is just a blimp. such a funny word. Also, it's like, how do you not see a blimp coming? <laughs>
1: yeah. And it's like, where are you that a blimp hits you? Are you on a building?
0: I guess they're so large. It would be so hard to escape. You know, Silent killer. that's something crazy. I've never seen a blimp up close. Also, I think we talked about this. There's only like eight blimps in the whole world. But I don't really know how big a blimp is. Excuse me? Eight blimps? Yeah.
1: Now, now it's my turn to Google.
0: Yeah. There's, there's less than a dozen, I think, blimps in the entire world. There's very few blimps. 25 blimps? Yeah. Okay, so it's way more than I thought. But yeah, well, there's
1: very few blimps. The AirSign Airship Group is the owner and operator of eight of these active ships. So you're not completely wrong. It's crazy. Are they all like... I no idea. Actually, to be fair, I have never seen a blimp outside of America. Yeah. Do they exist um, everywhere
0: else? Are they, they a They exist in other, I think they're most, maybe mostly in the US. Are they just for
1: advertising?
0: Where is every blimp (laughs) (laughs) right now (laughs) also (gasps) why do goodyear have a blimp
1: how many uh, goodyear are like tires aren't they how many people are looking at that going like hmm she got new
0: tires for my nascar today (laughs) i don't actually i don't really know why goodyear has the blimps. <laughs> this article makes it seem like they're they're an animal that's about to die out. There are only 25 blimps left on Earth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, talking about nuclear warheads. It's so funny. We should, we should have a campaign with Brain Leak called Save the Blimps. Yes, and then we get our own blimp. Oh, boy. Bueno. Blimp Leak. Brain blimp. <laughs> oh, brain blimp. <laughs> That's fun. We need
0: a blimp! We need a blimp. Oh, How much you could know what we should do. Cost?
1: We should build our own
0: blimp. Oh. How hard could it be? <laughs> Maybe you will die like the Hindenburg in- Burk- <laughs> <laughs> Rough cost for a large certified blimp, two to three million dollars. Alright, guys, Ooh. we're starting a GoFundMe. We're starting a GoFans. We're starting a blimp only blimps. Go
1: blimp me. <laughs> Blimp, my ride. Where's Exhibit when you oh. need him? <laughs>
0: Man, do you think you it's could so turn cool your car into a
1: me. blimp if we like hollow out the body of a car and attach that to the bottom of the blimp? How much does a blimp weigh? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me this is like a lead balloon situation.
0: Damn. How heavy is a blimp? So, a uh, without its lifting gas, gas. An empty blimp weighs almost 20,000 pounds. However, once inflated with helium and after accounting for fuel, payload, and ballast, it usually weighs between 100 and 200 pounds. That is a substantial weight loss. Dude, you get a couple of guys, you could fucking lift a blimp. <laughs> That's true. You just like a fucking beach ball. You just boing. <laughs> You play, keep it up like you do with, and in <laughs> mind, with a blimp. In my mind,
1: a blimp is the material that a beach ball is made out of. It's just a big, yes. soft, squishy thing. And I know that that's not the case. I know that it's probably just like sheets of whatever over a metal membrane.
0: I actually don't know what a blimp is made of. Uh, not what the Hindenburg's made out of. Alloy girders covered with a fabric.
1: Yeah, it's just a fabric, but in my mind, it's just a big ball. It's just a big yeah.
0: squishy ball. Mm-hmm. Might as well be. I'm never going to see one up close.
1: Oh, we're never going to see Unless you a blimp. fund
0: the only blimps.
1: <laughs> <laughs> unless you give us money right now to start the unless only blimp fund in the number. world. <laughs> we could have a Guinness World Record for highest amount of money raised for a blimp. <laughs> These are the
0: things we need to be doing. We don't need to be quitting, YouTube. We need to be pivoting. Listen, and, uh, you know, only people who work at Goodyear can go on the Goodyear blimp, I'm sure. This could Mm. be a blimp for the people. Yeah.
1: You know how Taylor Swift uses her jet to, like, ferry around her family? Or so she says? uh, We could do that uh, with her blimp. Carbon offset what Taylor Swift is doing to the planet with our blimp. Like, we can take you from Chicago to LA. It'll take 14 days, but won't you be happy (laughs) that the planet is saved?
0: Yeah, come on. You could use it to go to school. School blimp.
1: (laughs) I will only fit. Because I'm, you can only fit five people. Mortally terrified of being in a blimp. The The worst thing in the world to be in for me is a hot air balloon.
0: Oh my god. I wouldn't even go in a hot air balloon, dude. That is the scariest
1: thing in the world to me. I feel like you should be parachuted, tethered. You should have like a life support machine there. (laughs) You should have to fly with a certified doctor.
0: (laughs) Hot air balloons do not seem okay. They should be outlawed.
1: It feels like when man first discovered fire. Mm -hmm. And then they were like, what else can we do with this? And just... You know how alligators and crocodiles survived the prehistoric extinction event. I feel like hot air balloons are a remnant of our
0: caveman times. Yeah, we shouldn't be using them anymore. No, why? Why are they still around? It's fire next to something. I can probably burn. (laughs) We only have 25 blimps left in the world. We need to make sure the air balloon goes extinct. These hot air balloons, we need to take them down. They should not be in the sky.
1: Hot air balloons are the koalas of uh, flying technology. That's right. They all have chlamydia. (laughs) (laughs) If
0: you go onto a hot air balloon, you're getting chlamydia. You
1: need to get an STI check.
0: Although... Think of how easy it is to fuck in a hot air balloon. Hmm? I don't think I could. Do you think the rocking would
1: impact your trajectory? Do you think the rock can go in a hot air balloon or he's too heavy?
0: Much too big.
1: (laughs) His head goes up into the hole that the fire goes in. (laughs) (laughs) He gets stuck there. He looks
0: like Toad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's just a gigantic hat. Hot air balloons are just basket hats.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I, I don't trust anything that you go into a hot air balloon and it's up to the wind to where you're going. Right?
0: What are that we doing? That makes no sense to me. How is that allowed? How could this wind change? go over a no-fly zone? do <laughs> It's like, <laughs> I don't I'm know. sorry, we're over Area 51. There was a southwesterly <laughs> wind. We can't, can't control it. <laughs> Also, you're, you're using weights and stuff. You yeah. know, you're putting weights. Uh, it's fucking, it's too unpredictable. I'm not about it, okay? We need to ban them. I have never met a hot air balloonist in real life. I'm pretty
1: sure they don't exist.
0: <sighs> yeah, if anybody, uh, we should have an, a hot air balloon apologist on the podcast. <laughs> we have to know someone that's pro hot air balloon. How many people have died from
1: hot air Six fatalities belong to the periods between 1984 and 1988. Six people died in four years Five people were killed in crashes between 2000 and 2011
0: Damn So they're pretty safe then (laughs)
1: 2014 to 2021 (laughs) saw 24 people die I don't know if you can say that they're safe like how many people are going in hot air balloons versus how many people are dying in hot air balloons also Hmm. The only way you die in a hot air balloon is because they crash. Mm-hmm. They're crashing.
0: <laughs> They're crashing.
1: And how many people are in a hot air balloon at once?
0: Mm, that's true, actually. You could probably only fit four people max. Yeah,
1: including the balloonist. It, uh, the fifth person. <laughs> <laughs> the fifth person. <laughs> He's just sitting in there, ballooning you around. And he's like, how'd you all get to know each other? And everyone's like fucking face to face, we're like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. Hmm. It sounds like misery. Anyone who's been in a hot air balloon, go fuck yourself. <laughs> if you propose in a hot air <laughs> balloon, rethink your life.
0: God, I wouldn't say yes. Somebody proposes to me in a hot air balloon?
1: No. The, the only answer to that in a hot air balloon is get me down from here.
0: Yeah, if I say yes in a hot air balloon, it's because I'm not getting enough oxygen in my brain. <laughs>
1: because right. <laughs> i'm fucking cloud proud and i'm flying away <laughs> and i am just loopy okay and then it's like oh i'm pulling this fucking naked flame into this giant sack of hot air and then you're just like ah, that's good enough
0: how hot is it on the the basket are you just cooking up there yeah
1: i've been at concerts where pyrotechnics are going off and i've been quite a distance away you're gonna feel that heat you just come down from the hot air balloon, and one side of your face is just scalded and red. <laughs> you You're like, wow, like what an experience. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we would, would love to do that again. You look like Two-Face from Batman. <laughs> it's fucked up.
0: We I, fuck
1: it. hot air balloons. People are like, we should outlaw sugar. We should outlaw alcohol. Let's outlaw this primitive. The horse and carriage isn't around anymore.
0: Well, uh, it kind of is. Kind of. Yeah. Well, you've all heard our stance on hot air balloons. We have a staunch take on it, all right? Yeah. And if you are in the right mind, you will too. <laughs> I don't want to see any fucking
1: hot air balloon apologists in the comments telling us how wrong we are, how safe they are. Actually, there's 4,000 balloons launched every day and everyone survives. I don't want to hear it. Don't nope. care. I refuse. <laughs> I refuse My ears to are closed, just like mm-hmm. the case on hot air balloons should be.
0: Yep. Well, uh... Should we wrap this one up here?: Yeah. I think we've uh, filled up the air with enough hot air. Oh <laughs> Hey,! All right, I think we've made our
1: point. <laughs> I think we have. Uh,
0: everybody, thank you so much for listening to another fantastic episode 40 of the Brain League podcast.: Yeah. can we get some O07s in the comments for Matt Pat? For Matt Pat? I want to see nothing but O07s in those comments, all right? Nothing about it. Uh, we should do something special for episode 50. But that's 10 episodes from now. So we've got time. Hot air balloon. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Bye! Brain leak. Are you a Marvel fan? Matt, you know I am.
0: or recently heartbroken, you could be navigating some tough stuff. And it really can be challenging to do this on your own. We all need help when it comes to our relationships, very specifically our love lives. I'm Jillian and each week on my podcast, Jillian on Love, I share skills on how to strengthen our relationships, how to build a stronger sense of self and how to heal heartbreak and choose better partners. Learn how to start making change today and search for Julian on love wherever you're listening now.